1: Okay, Ash, ready? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you rapid fire questions you have to answer. You can't think, you can't take any seconds. Ready? Mm -hmm. Favorite color? Blue. Talking or texting? Texting. Favorite day of the week?
0: Uh, Monday, because that's when our episode (laughs) comes out. I panicked. Favorite holiday? And I I lie. I don't texting. I want talking, but like I'm just (laughs) panicking. No, it's not lying, it's rapid (gasps) fire. Ready? Yeah. Favorite holiday? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Halloween. Super strength.
1: What? What's your favorite super strength? What's my what? What, was your, <laughs> what would you want your favorite super strength to be? What are you saying?
0: Super strength. Oh, flying. Uh, you suck at this. Let's keep going. Donner or dusk? D-
1: dusk. Celebrity crush?
0: I don't know his name. Do you snore? No.
1: Are lifeguards attractive? What? Are lifeguards attractive? Yes. Do you want to live forever? Yes. How many pull-ups can you do?
0: Zero. <laughs> Are reindeers real creatures? Yes. <laughs> They're actually just domesticated caribou. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned that the other day. And I'm so happy that You're I could share nerd. it with all of you. <laughs> I'm so happy that I could share that with I'm all of you guys. Sure I'm dead. <laughs> <sighs> I'm tired, that was hard reading I'm sweating, <laughs> sweating. Well, I mean, I feel like you just learned something about yourself. Yeah, I did, I panic. Apparently you're a texter. Apparently I'm a texter. <laughs> you're not the best. <laughs> you're not the best. <laughs> not the best texter.
1: <laughs> Ashley is the queen of zero punctuation. I've been working on
0: it. And like straight to the point. Mm-hmm, yeah. But yeah, but in my head it sounds like, you know, funny. It sounds it sounds yeah. good, but I need to add all those things yeah. to make sure that the receiver understands yeah. that I'm, you know, joking and Ooh, this is a great
1: question. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept it? Yes. I think I would too. I think I would too. I have such a thing for like the villains, villains yep. because I want to help fix them. Like Vader, Darth Vader is my favorite character in
0: Star Wars. She wants to help i want to help
1: fix him because i feel bad for
0: him i'm just like oh befriend them and they won't kill me (laughs) no i want to fix him i want to make him a good guy
1: he is a good guy in the end Mm. you would know that if you watched Mm -hmm. any of the star wars movies Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm -hmm. okay well oh (laughs) i guess we're recording a podcast right now yeah pull it together um, this is our second one of the day so you know what that means
0: y'all it's getting weird
1: it's a bumpy ride
0: it's also late
1: it is late. and things
0: get weird for me when I'm when I'm tired. True I that. just I get weird.
1: True dat. Um, welcome to the year 2021. It's here. It's still 2020 for us. So hopefully <laughs> for you guys, it's going great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> um, I'm pumped for this year. We talked a little bit about like resolutions last year so hopefully i have time to like think those out mm-hmm. and um i'm really thinking this is gonna be our year guys you know if it's not i quit <laughs> well i quit that's definitely not the type of positivity we want to be putting out I quit. Ash, but i support you i'm over it i support you um let's freaking start with no, a tearing it up
0: wait what i have something i want to share okay ash Jeez.
1: Um, if I I did that to you, you wouldn't be pouting for five minutes. minutes.
0: You have done it to me. (laughs) Um, I have an email directly to us that I thought was super cute and I wanted to share. The title says, thanks from a fellow gal in her thirties. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Miranda. I'm 31 years old and I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I just finished listening to your most recent episode and wanted to tell you something that I really appreciate about you guys. Mm. All of your advice is great, but I love that you always remind your young listeners that it's more important to be patient in finding a relationship slash marriage than it is to simply find one. I myself was almost 30 on my wedding day an age much older than my younger self always thought probable. I was actually engaged to someone when I was 20 and ended things because it no longer felt right. And don't get me wrong, even after that, I went through a lot of phases in my early 20s where I became obsessive over finding a partner and wondered what was wrong with me. When I was 25, the fact that I needed to chill out and focus on myself finally clicked. A couple of years later, my now husband entered my life and he was so worth the wait. Thank you so much for normalizing that love doesn't have to happen by a certain age. Thanks for using your own backgrounds to help others learn lessons and showing how strong both of you ultimately are because you've refused to settle. You're teaching young women and men that accomplishing their non-romantic dreams is the primary step to finding a solid and happy relationship. I wish I had role models like the two of you. 10 years ago to help me realize that sooner but hey i guess the perk to being in my 30s now is i can pass this advice along just like the two of you are wishing you both a merry christmas and a happy new year come on 2021 we're all counting on you to fix things <laughs> best miranda p.s i included a picture of me and my yes. husband on our wedding day because it was relevant oh, cute. and again she's Awning. again we have a veil photograph the veil photos. whenever they're like completely surrounded by the veil, I swoon. I can't handle it. It's so cute. You look sunny, and I love the the teardrop, like, emerald earrings. Yeah, she looks And his green emerald tie. I can't. That's gorgeous. Congratulations. And thank you so much for those lovely words you've made our day.
1: I just love that. And And it's it's so cute. It's so funny because, like, I think both of us definitely thought we'd be – I mean, I was – what? I'm trying to think how old I was when – like towards the end of my last relationship. But it was definitely like my early 20s and I was like ready to get
0: married. Yeah. So I was like, same. I feel like my like main, my main ex that I like was like head over heels for, I think I was 21, 22.
1: But doesn't it feel like it was just yesterday? Like that's what's crazy to me is my emotions were so big. And I don't know, wow, I'm having, like, a weird, like, inception moment. Okay. I don't know if it's because as you get older, like, your memories are now through the lens of, like, you growing. Mm -hmm. So even though you might have been super immature and, like, it wasn't that crazy, because you're now older and you've, like, grown with that memory. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it feels, like, real, and I feel like some of the stuff I went through, like, I still feel like it's relevant in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it makes
0: sense. I'm trying I'm to follow like, on <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> Everyone's like, like, yeah, we'll like, just roll the- it. maybe she'll make a point.
1: <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, I'm so sorry. My name is Taryn and I'm weird. Okay. Uh, can I do my turn? Yeah, please. Okay. I'm not going to read the title because it gives it away. Hey, Ashley and Taryn. And of course, Mark. Oh, Let's have a Mark appreciation moment. We love you, Mark. We love you, Mark. I absolutely love your podcast, and it is definitely my favorite. I love you girls so much and would love this story to be featured on your podcast. Before I start, I just want to say I would like to stay anonymous. Your wishes are command. Are Done. you tired?
0: Yeah, yeah. You just like went into a zone. I'm very tired, but I'm here. Five, I'm five, sorry. five. One, one, one two, two, three, four five. four, five. Shake it out.
1: Good job. All right. Done. She's back. So one day, me and my uncle and my cousin went ice skating. This was my second time going, and I was about 13 or 14 years old. Me and my cousin were ice skating in the middle of the ice rink, and I accidentally fell. I just sat there as I could not get up, and my cousin was just laughing from afar. That's such <laughs> a, like,
0: cousin or, like, sibling yeah. thing to do, to just be like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Like Alicia would 1,000% oh, just 1, stare at
1: 1,000%, Yeah. Um, in this ice rink, there are many good ice skaters and they are really nice people. So as I was sitting there, a boy about a year or two older than me comes up to help me. He grabs me from my hands and pulls me up. As he pulls me up, I accidentally lose my balance and I'm about to fall again. As you know, the ice is very slippery. Mm-hmm. I needed to grab onto something really quick so I didn't hurt myself. This is when I accidentally grabbed the boy's butt and squeezed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure mean, it was an accident. It could have been
0: worse. You could have. Grabbed his dangler. Could have been intentional. What the frick is a dangler? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm hated uncomfortable that so much. Why? <laughs> I'm embarrassed at that, that. What Taryn, did I say? Taryn works with kids and has been doing her full time job all day, oh, so I think her head was still. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna move it past that. dangler.
1: This happened so fast that I only realize what I just touched after I fell again onto the ice. My face goes blank, and the boy just says, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> just then, an employee comes to help me, but just stands there That's as. Sweet. I know. (laughs) As the boy pulls me up from the back of my arms and I finally get up. I was going to say there's like a hook method that you have to do from behind. Technically, it's his fault too. Mm, I was so embarrassed, but looking back now, I guess it was really funny. Also, I forgot to mention that my cousin saw the whole thing (laughs) and just carried on (laughs) laughing. And my uncle saw this too from the boy's back view. So he... Saw me fully touching his bum. Oh. Anyway, I just want to say I love you girls so much. Have a great day. Love, Anonymous. Wow, that was good. So
0: freaking good. I am a hot mess on ice. I am yeah. so bad, but I love it. Like, I have so much fun, but it, I'm a mess. I am yeah. exactly on the same in the same boat as you. I
1: think it's nuts how you can go from standing to flat on your back within, like, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Actual I remember, second. do you remember that song, um... Lean with it, rock Uh it. And you know, there's the like move where you like go to the side like that. So I remember we were ice skating and I was like barely moving because I couldn't do it. But then that song came on. And right when I went to do the snap move, like I barely moved. And I just remember seeing my feet in the air. (laughs) And then I was just like, That's all it it takes.
0: You just like
2: die. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price
2: line.
0: Okay, let's go ahead and get on into the stories. As you guys know, Turn and I pull up your stories, experiences that, that you've gone through, and uh, we give you our advice on it. This one is titled. It feels like I have two minds, one rational one and one irrational one. Honestly, same. Yeah, that's a very relatable statement. Yeah. Dear Ash and Taryn. She called me Ash. Oh my God, she knows you. All my close friends call me Ash. Yeah. I feel like I know you already. So going into the start of this email the same as everybody else by saying that I fell in love with your podcast after listening to only a few episodes I find you two so entertaining and I can't stop laughing when listening to you guys and the advice you give is so helpful also I've been watching Ashley and Alicia's videos ever since they started making them and I haven't stopped since girl I adore you I adore you Okay, so I'll stop myself from going on and on about how much I stand, you guys, so let's get into the story. I've been struggling with unwanted thoughts and compulsion since I was little, and to this day, I'm 16 by the way, they still haunt me. I think they might have started when I was in third or fourth grade, however, it didn't bother me as much as the nine-year-old in me thought it was completely normal to think this way. I'll give you an example. I used to have the best birthday parties in primary school. Primary school. She's primary in Europe, school. right? Is that what what Europe calls? Everything
1: they say is so much cooler
0: than (sighs) us. So much cooler. And I would invite my entire class, except for the kids who sat next to me in school, because they would always, they always used to take up so much space on the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Own. <laughs> which is funny. She's like, "Get out." <laughs> She's like, "You're not invited." One time my mom and I made little presents for each kid that was coming to my party, and I wrote their names on each of the presents. My mom randomly put them on the table in the backyard, and I immediately got furious and arranged them in alphabetical order. After that, I felt so much better. It used to be just little things like that. I know that it seems normal for anyone to think that way. And as I said, it didn't really bother me when I was little. But now that I'm older, I realize that these compulsions made my childhood a little less enjoyable. Fast forward to seventh grade, and I'm still the happy child that I always used to be. However, that year, I started to make irrational rules for myself that I have to follow all caps, no matter what. I thought that if I didn't follow these rules, something bad would happen to me. Still, it didn't really bother me that much. Fast forward again to now. Over the last three years, the irrational side of my brain has created so many unnecessary rules for myself that it feels like it's taking over my life. It's affecting my schoolwork, my social life, even relationships with my family. Decision making is extremely difficult for me and I can hardly cope with the change as I have to make new rules and routines for myself. Another example, earlier this year, I had this rule that I could only clean my room on Sundays. Sometimes Sundays would come around and I wouldn't get to cleaning my room. And this may happen for weeks on end until my room is a complete mess. And the crazy thing is I hate being in messy rooms and I hate being messy and unorganized, but I just couldn't help it. It feels like the rational and irrational side of my brain is constantly fighting until I can't take it anymore and stop doing whatever I'm doing, lock myself in a dark room, and cry about it. I tried writing a letter to my mom one night when I was having a huge breakdown and I put it on her desk. But later, before she saw it, I got scared of being judged and that she wouldn't believe me and I hid the letter in my room. It's still hidden. No one knows about what I've been going through, as I haven't told anyone. I don't have a lot of friends, so it feels like I have no one to talk to about my situation. I really hope one of you choose my email, as I am desperate for a way out of this. By the way, I have a Harry Potter dad joke. Oh, my gosh. You just became our favorite person. Tell sash. Hagrid. You're a unit of power, Harry. Harry. I'm a what? I'm a (laughs) watch. That's so cute. cute. Uh, That's so cute. Playing on that accent. (laughs) Okay. She continues. Okay. I'm ending the letter here as it's already gotten way too long. Thank you so much for all your hard work. Lots of love. Nicole. She put XOXO. Love that. Nicole. Yeah, I have so much to say adorable for adding the dad joke really appreciate that a lot I feel like you really understand who me and Taryn are Mm -hmm. um so many things I want to say so many things I know Taryn wants to say um first of all I think we should just like put it out there I think it's good to remember that Taryn and I aren't professionals and it's Mm -hmm. important to remember that um there are instances where maybe you should you know, go talk to someone who is qualified. Yeah. Even though we are more than happy to give you our advice, it is not professional in any way. <laughs> not <laughs> so, at all. Just disclaimer, keep that in mind. Um, I am so sorry that you're going through this. And I know a few people who I think have these obsessive compulsive uh, desires in them where they just like have to fix something. Um, I feel like I've struggled with that to a degree. Um, and the only thing I could say that I know is going to help right off the bat is you've got to talk to people about it because as of right now, if you're, I'm going to assume that you're telling the truth. If you haven't told anyone, then I can't imagine how big that monster must feel to you.
1: Yeah. I fully agree with Ash. Um, I think that letter needs to come back out Mm -hmm. and be maybe, you know, either straight given to your mom or rewritten, Um, like Ash said, we definitely are not qualified to give, you know, our word is law kind of advice, but from just what you're saying, I would definitely pursue checking in, um, only because I can definitely relate to a lot of what you said, and I also have friends who've described very similar stuff, Um, I think that I have a lot of OCD tendencies and I'm, I'm able to like go through them. And I never got to a point where it was like too controlling. It's more just like these really intense urges that like I have a hard time ignoring, like at Starbucks, like going in the line, if all the cookies next to the register are like Mm -hmm. out of order, like I have a hard time leaving that alone. So I definitely can relate to certain things. But what I will say, and I think we've said this before, it's professional advice that's given. I use this all the time when I'm talking with my other job. If anything in your life is causing you to not be able to do normal life with ease Mm -hmm. um, and it's affecting more than one area of your life. So, for instance, like it's affecting you at school, it's affecting you at home, it's affecting you with your friends, then it is worth getting a professional opinion on so it sounds like like what you're saying is like you're having a really hard time with getting past these uh rules you've put in place these like kind of like Um, I don't know how else did she describe them? Like, but basically like you said, like compulsions, Mm -hmm. if that's causing you to not be able to do normal life without being stressed and crying and frustrated, then I think it's worth pursuing to see like, Hey, is there any like tools I need in place? Is there any, um, just like advice on how I can get past these because it sounds like too, it's just been like increasing in difficulty. Mm -hmm. So that's not, that's not fair to you to have to do that on your own. Like there's a lot of things we outgrow, but I think that's a pretty principle thing that like, if it's getting worse and worse, that's something inside of you showing that something needs to change, you know?
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm rereading it and you're saying you're 16 and I can't imagine, um, that's such like a a rough time to be alive period. You're going through so much and I couldn't imagine having to deal with this on top of it. So, um, I, I would, I can only assume, and I've had very close people in my life that have been diagnosed with, um, OCD and once they got help, it changed everything. And, um, I feel like life might be a lot more enjoyable for you if you just look into it. And I think the first step would be talking to your mom. So that letter that you have, I think Taryn's right. I think it needs to come out and I think it needs to be given to her. Or rewritten and then given to her or, you know, read to her or something like that, Um, just so that you have people close to you um, on the same page as you and that they are aware of what you're dealing with. And then once you do that, I think you can look into other options for how to live life better with these compulsions.
1: Yeah. And like again, we've both said, and I just want to be clear, we're not diagnosing you or Mm-mm. anything. But we both have, like I said, me personally, and we have people in our life who have walked through this path and all we have to go off of is what you've written in. Mm-hmm. So there there just were a few keywords and things that I think that's what triggered both of us to say that. Mm -hmm. But again, this is not, we're not saying that you have this, but I think all of us have like different tendencies. And like I said, because it is impacting you so much, it's worth looking at. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I remember being younger and I was really struggling with just stuff going on in my life. And I remember being scared too, to tell my mom. Mm. And I remember we finally, I started crying and I sat down and I just remember telling her like, mom, I need help. Like I, I'm stuck in my head. Like I'm really struggling. Like I need, I think I need to go to counseling. Like, and, and I remember my mom was kind of like taken back. Like, yeah, what's going on? Like, are you good? Like, do we just need to talk? And I, and I remember telling her, like, I knew even, younger, like I knew it was out of my control. And Mm -hmm. so, um, she was very supportive. If your parents aren't supportive, there's so many, you can talk to people at school. Um, if you're involved in a church group, um, there's lots of things online you could, you know, check out, but I would definitely start with just sitting your mom down. The important thing when you're telling people is to give them a detailed description of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. So it's not if you just say like, oh, mom, like, you know, I'm struggling because like I make these rules and it's frustrating for me. She's not going to understand that. But if you say like, I literally can't function if I don't follow these things and be more detailed about what's going on then I think that'll help her to understand it more
0: a thousand percent and again getting her on your on the same page as you helping her understand what you're going through will be the first step to I think a much easier life yeah which is going to be great since you're 16 and you have so much of it left to live you got this these are just going to be tools that you can use for the rest of your life and that'll help make life a lot more easier. Um, And I'm excited to see, you know, I'm excited for you in the future to get those tools in your tool belt and conquer the world with them. So love that. Thank you so much for writing that in. Um, I know tons of people. No girl. Deal with that too.
1: So many people are relating. Even me, I was, that's why I shared that. Cause I think sometimes like, like ash said like things feel so scary if you don't talk about them mm-hmm. so i know like for me the more i started talking about stuff and thoughts i used to have or struggles i used to have and then just me hearing ash be like oh i struggled with that too or mm-hmm. like just me sharing helps. so you definitely first step is you need to sit mom down and talk to her but like ash said you got this girl so you much life this. is to come yep Okay, my story,
0: Taryn's story.
1: You're going to know exactly why I picked my story. I'm so excited. The title is Help, I'm Pam from The Office. Oh. I literally was like, stop everything you're doing. Doesn't matter what she wrote. I'm in it, and I was hoping, not, oh my God, not hoping, because this is a horrible situation to be in, but I was like, I wonder if it's this scenario, and Mm -hmm. I was right, that's Mm -hmm. all I'm going to say. Okay. Hey, ladies, hey. I found your podcast recently and I'm still catching up, but love it so far.
0: I love that. Like, she I love still that has too. episodes. You still have you know? so much more to, to hear from us. You we two, talk a lot. <laughs> I, we do.
1: You two are so hilarious and give great advice. So I thought I'd write in my own predicament in the hopes that you can help me figure out what to do. I'd like to remain anonymous, but you can call me Pam. Pam. I will. Pam. I love that. I'll start off with some background. I've been dating my Roy for over two years now. Wait, Ash, do you know? Roy. Yes. Did you watch the
0: whole office? Her fiance? Yeah. Yes. But did
1: you watch the whole thing? I never finished, but I got far. I know okay. who Roy is. I don't want to like ruin things for you, but. Okay. Um, for over two years now, but my Roy isn't an a-hole like the Roy from the show. Good. Even though I'm in my late 20s, Roy is my first real boyfriend. And there have been times when I've honestly thought we might get married someday. I know that Roy has had those thoughts too. And he's even been more explicit about saying it to me, saying to me that he feels like I'm the one. We've been through a lot together. And although things weren't always perfect, we've always been very supportive of each other. And we love each other dearly. However, we recently had to transition to a long distance relationship Oof. because Roy got a job in England oh, Lord. and moved there about 2 months ago. We are still trying our best to talk on the phone every day and we FaceTime when we can. But it's been a difficult transition so far, especially since we aren't able to get together for the holidays because of COVID, freaking COVID. Dang. As for my gym, he's a coworker who I've worked with for about a year. I noticed he was cute when I first started at this job and I developed a bit of a work crush on him. Dude, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is such a common thing. That is so normal. The church camp, the work. It's like you always have that one person that you're like, oh. That you just kind of like click with. Yeah. I'm pretty bad at reading signals from guys, but I think he might have those feelings too. He knows I'm with Roy though, so obviously neither of us has said anything to each other about our feelings. My problem is I'm starting to feel myself drifting away from Roy and feeling more attracted to Jim. I even daydream about him to the point that I'm worried I'm emotionally cheating on Roy. I also can't help but think about the times that Roy and I have gotten into arguments and I've wondered if we should break up. Since this is my first real relationship, I don't have any experience to go off of. And therefore, I feel like I don't really know how breakups work. I still love Roy and consider him my best friend, so I would be devastated to lose him. However, our long-distance relationship is already difficult, and he'll be there for at least a couple years. (laughs) Like, that, that part got me. There isn't much of an end in sight. I also wonder, though, if my lack of experience with relationships and breakups is holding me back and if my crush on Jim means that I should break up with Roy. I'm also scared that if I broke up with Roy, things with Jim wouldn't work out anyway because office romances are always tricky. Unfortunately, binge watching The Office isn't helping me make <laughs> yeah, my decisions. Sure so I'm hoping that advice from you too will please help me figure out what I'm supposed to do in this situation. Thanks in advance for your advice, and I hope you have a great holiday. Best,
0: Pam. Wow, Pam.
1: <gasps> Oof, that's, that's tough. I, I just, mean, okay. So see that. This one is really hard for me to not have tunnel vision because Mm -mm. the second you attached the names Roy and Jim, you're leaning for Jim. I (laughs) automatically am rooting for Jim, but it's not fair. And so I'm trying really hard to give advice fully separate from that because otherwise, I mean, I am a team Jim in the office for For sure. sure. But I think it's good that you clarified that Roy, because the Roy in the office sucked. So it's good that you clarified that that's not the case for your Roy. Um, Okay. Again, this is not a situation me or Ash is going to tell you what you should do because this is way too big for us to have mm-hmm. that control. Yeah. I love being the puppeteer, but this is not one I would want on my conscience. A thousand percent. So I'm just going to point out things that stuck out to me. Okay. And I feel like you'll probably do the same. Yeah. Um, One thing is, I do think emotionally cheating on someone is a thing. I think that if you are getting from someone else what you should be getting out of an intimate relationship, I think that is a dangerous thing. Um, I think it's one thing to be like, oh, I enjoy this person. But if like, He's controlling your emotional well-being when you're around him. I think that that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think not everyone is made for long distance, and that's okay. So I don't, I don't think that you should even tie Jim into the equation necessarily. The only thing I will say about him being in it is that him as a separate person. Is making you question if you should be with Roy, which I think is like also something to pay attention to. Because when you're with someone and you're in love with them and they're your person, that doesn't necessarily happen to this extent. You know what I mean? Am I making sense?
0: Yeah. I think you also just need to be careful. Um, I do think crushes are normal. I think there's a difference between emotional cheating and a crush. So I think first off, you need to sit down with yourself and kind of figure out if you just have a little crush on this guy, which is completely normal and everyone has crushes, um, or if you are getting some kind of desire out and satisfied with this gem character. If that's the case, then Taryn's right. I think there's something more serious going on and you might have to look at your relationship with Roy. I do think there is absolutely nothing bad or anything to be ashamed of with not being able to do long distance. I don't know that I could. There's no way. I've only known one couple in my entire life who nailed it, but I and I honestly don't know how, but it was really hard for them and they would still to this day not recommend it.
1: Well, I think what's what's so tough is like, cause uh, my brother did long distance, and it was really hard for them. But they were like a four-hour drive away. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, I don't think she said where she's from, but I'm assuming like England is
0: far <laughs> from she's wherever you to find are. England, so I'm assuming that's not the country she yeah, lives in. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think like it's one thing when it's like. I don't know, like, oh, yeah, like, it's a year. But then two years, and then what if there's added time onto that? And then this whole time you've just been waiting for this, like, end goal. So I think think you just, I think you, like Ashton, I think you definitely need to think about that separate. I think there's a lot of things that seem to be all related, which they kind of are, but you do need to strip aside one thing at a time. Yeah. I do think... There, there is, there's attention that's needed for your relationship with Roy, whether you decide to stay with him or not. The fact that you're feeling drawn to another guy is like, we got to figure that out. Is that just because you miss him? Or is that because, you know, I, I definitely think that sometimes we're with the wrong person. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think the, the decision to get married should not be taken lightly Mm-mm. because I think so many times, like, we rush into things without really looking at all the signs and things that come around a person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you mentioned, Oh, I've been thinking a lot about fights where I thought about breaking up with him. That too could be something. Are you just thinking about it because you're trying to find bad stuff to like kind of like justify where mm-hmm. you're at, mm-hmm. or is it things where you're like, No, I really think this is like showing me I'm not supposed to be with this person yeah so i think there's like a lot you need to figure out because also for jim like you can't be like oh yeah i'm gonna break up with roy try to get with jim but if things don't work out i'm going back to roy like it can't be one of those like it has
0: to be a that's a love triangle
1: yeah like find (laughs) out what your deal is with roy Um, because there is a chance that if you broke up with him and ended up getting with Jim, like that couldn't work out either. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, don't see him for him. See him as the option of someone outside of your relationship. And is that something you're wanting or like to dive straight into like really trying to fix what you have with
0: Roy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, yeah, long distance is hard. It's so hard. And there's so many things that you have to deal with. And this is one of them when you just kind of realize like you're lonely and there's someone there. And this is that point that like fork in the road where you have to decide you're either in the boat with Roy and you're going to begin avoiding any and all distractions that come your way. Or, um, if this is, if this gym guy is, is sitting more, um, deeply than you expected him to, then yeah, maybe it's time to have a chat with Roy. And you know what? You don't even have to make it like a big deal. I think you can start off a conversation very simple and just be like, Hey, like this is getting hard. Is this getting hard for you? Like I'm noticing myself missing you. I'm noticing myself just like daydreaming about you. Like I'm not being social. I'm having a hard time. Like, are you experiencing this too? And just kind of get a feel for where he's at because you never know, maybe he's in the same boat or maybe like he's hating this and, and doesn't think he can do it either. Um, or maybe you guys can come up with some kind of you know, code word or, you know, little routine that you guys can set in place for you guys to make this even easier for you, even though it's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, but I, I think having some kind of conversation with him again, it doesn't have to be serious, a big, like, do we, or don't we, but some kind of conversation with him has to happen.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, maybe, maybe you guys take a break while he's Mm -hmm. gone. I mean, there's, there's lots of options here, but I think you definitely need to strip it down to like just you and Roy. Mm -hmm. Um, do not cheat. (laughs) Like, just don't like, I think, I think this is where these situations can get so messy. And so I think that like for his sake and for your sake, like before anything gets too far, like you got to make this decision. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely put boundaries in with Jim. Like you shouldn't be alone with him. You shouldn't, because you shouldn't be with any other guy anyways, yeah. if you're in a relationship. So I'm I would texting, really, I don't
0: know if you're texting. Yeah. But. Like
1: the flirting, try to tone it down. Like really try to figure out where you are with Roy before you continue anything with Jim. Um, I think like nobody can tell you what to do because we're not in that relationship. But I think that you've been with Roy for so long. You thought, you were going to spend the rest of your life with him. So he deserves that for you to like really like hone in and see like, is this like salvageable or is it something that I need to move on? And if you do need to move on, you need to make sure that you really close that chapter with him before
0: mm-hmm. you start something. Shut with the door, else. Yeah. lock it, throw away the key, then go.
1: <laughs> and who knows, like if you guys do break up and he comes back, you never know what could happen. But, mm-hmm. but there's always the option that like, If you make this decision, then that's it. So it's, it is really, it is a big thing to ponder. And I feel for you because that's a heavy thing to be thinking about. Yeah. But hopefully we pointed out something that kind of triggered a thought in your mind. Definitely talk to the people in your life, ask them questions. I think it's easy to not tell anybody about stuff when you're ashamed of it. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed when I find myself not wanting to tell Ash something, I'm like, "Girl, you know you're doing something wrong if yeah. like you're not wanting to tell your friend." Yeah. and I think that's where the danger comes in of like, "Oh, well, I don't need to share this. I need, mm-hmm. you know it's what I that mean?"
0: Accountability. Yeah, because you're I, scared. Of. I
1: know if I was in a relationship and I was having the same thing, I know that I could come to Ash and she'll talk with me about it. But at the end of the day, she'd be like, "Get it together." Yeah, like,
0: and this goes for any bad habits, like not just relationships, yeah, absolutely yeah. anything. The second you tell someone, especially like a close friend or, you know, a confidant or something like that, they're gonna hold you to your word yeah. and they're gonna keep an eye on you. So that's why if you're leaning the other way and not really bringing it up that often, it's like, Oh, so you don't want to tell them. Yeah. Why don't you want to tell them? Yeah.
1: But, um, find someone you love who knows you both and sit and just talk through, obviously mm-hmm. someone you trust. Cause you don't, you want you to be the one that has this conversation with him, not him hearing it from someone else. Yeah. But um, definitely like put everything outside of Roy on hold. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge the fact that another guy is making you curious and wanting someone else because I think that should be acknowledged. That's a sign that something is broken. Yes. But before you even get to that part, you got to focus on Roy Mm -hmm. to see what's going on there. Because Roy's a
0: good guy and Roy deserves that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Unless he's not I'm just I was gonna say like we don't know what he's doing in England. <laughs> like, we need to check up on
0: this pool. <laughs> just kidding.
1: Uh, but anyways, uh, we definitely are feeling for you and I think you've got a lot of th- of pondering to do. Pam. So good luck with it. Give good us luck, an update. Pam. Please. Oh my gosh, I would yes. love.
0: I would love to know if it's Roy or if it's Jim. I would Jim. love to know. Love to know. Curiosity.
1: Oh, gosh. I Like, I hate it because I just want to sit and just be like, and then what? And what did he say? And, then and what, what happened? You- yeah.
0: I want to know so much more. Yeah, it, I, Me and Taryn often have to fight the urge to, like, ask y'all for your numbers because I just want to <laughs> call and be yeah. like tell me what's really going on. Yeah, like, did yeah, you hide? And yeah. is there anything you didn't share in your email? Because we yeah. go to bed with these thoughts guys. I know it affects us deeply.
1: It's so, it's so hard to like take a scenario where you get this tiny little nugget yeah. of it and give advi-
0: like, Actual, advice, like actually, also the other day <laughs> I was talking to a friend and she mentioned, I'm not going to go into detail about everything, but she mentioned something and I was like, Oh, I had a friend that, that went through the exact same thing. And I realized, about story? I realized it was one of you guys. It wasn't even a friend. Aww, you guys are a friend. Because I, I sat there for a long time. I was like, who was I talking about this yeah. with? Who was it? And then I was like, oh, I think it was a listener. <laughs> Sent in a story. No,
1: that's so perfect because I really do feel like we have a connection to you we guys. Do. And I know like people we've run into are like, I feel like I know you from the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's just so, it's so exciting because- like we say all the time, like that was like our main intent. We it wanted it to just be this when we first genuine started thing. That was our goal, um, where we get to just like love people and try to be something positive in this world. So we love that that is coming across. Uh, Pam, <laughs> thanks
0: for writing in. Yes,
1: thank you, Pam. Good luck, girl. Long do distance, think, but do what's right. Okay,
0: do what's do what we, you got to do. We need
1: to start calling people out for this whole just mm-hmm. doing whatever you feel. Mm-hmm. We got to be held accountable. Not okay. it's not so. Okay. I'm glad that you're thinking about it. That shows you're a good person. Yes. And you got this. You got mm-hmm. this, girl.
0: And she 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 reached for our accountability. Yeah.
1: We're going to – we'll track you down.
0: Give us your number. We'll track him down. <laughs>
1: okay. I have
0: a dad joke. Perf.
1: Which bear – don't look at my screen. I didn't look. Which bear is the most condescending? Which bear? Which bear? Oh, my God. This is perfect because – Freaking Jim always bear. tells Dwight that he doesn't know mm-hmm. any facts about bears. He's like, fact bear bears. You know what That's I'm talking about? Con- panda bear. Why did you say? You looked at my freaking screen. I didn't look at Why it. Why would you say panda
0: bear? Because Chloe.
1: Oh, Chloe is I was thinking of my
0: dog, and she looks like a panda. Oh, it's a panda.
1: Oh. Get it? That is good.
0: <laughs> uh, how'd you know? You I, knew without knowing. I, I just. Proud of you. Thanks. That's oh, is that the first time I've gotten one? No, it's maybe second. You usually just say like
1: one word, and sometimes it has to do with it. Got it? Yeah, mm-hmm. nailed it, guys. Thanks. Everyone, just you know, give us give us some snaps because we recorded two episodes today. I'm proud of it's, this.
0: It's I'm not gonna lie, I hit a wall <laughs> halfway through this, but <laughs> we got through it, and that's fine. This is what I get for. Doing too much in one day. Yep. <laughs> Thank you guys for liking this podcast, sharing this podcast, mm-hmm. and giving it to all your friends, um, and also for writing in. If you are sitting on a story that you've been wanting to sit in, sit in, Get send up. in for a long time, this is your moment. We're calling you out. It is time to write us an email. Send it to, what's the email address, Taryn? Advice on, un- actually, I don't know. Advice. Was I saying it right? Advice unsolicited
1: at Gmail. Advice... Wow. How long have we been doing this podcast, Ash? (laughs) Oh, shoot. Unsolicited advice advice pod. Wait, really? Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com.
0: You can't, how come I can't see it? What's going on?
1: Everyone who's confused right now, I really need to clarify this. Yes. What's the email address, Taryn? Advice unsolicited pod
0: at gmail.com. Send us all the juicy details. All the juice. We want to hear all of it. All of it. Can we we go back to some funny stuff? Like, please send us funny, awkward situations. We love that stuff. We love a good laugh. Love it.
1: Um, Also, I think we've like officially decided we want to do an enneagram episode. So we already have so many people that have sent in enneagram things, but maybe two like, well, I don't know. We got to figure out what we're doing. But Mm -hmm. if you have an enneagram related thing, feel free to send it in. Love it. We freaking love you, and we're gonna go chill. (laughs) Going to bed. Have a great day, night, whatever you're listening (laughs) to,
0: and we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.